Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, buddies. Like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I am it's right fine. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, <laughs> we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things right, Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare to dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Beer, also, okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast. Girls who like it rough. These 
shorts and shoes attached to springs Taking poops and playing hoops and balls attached to strings This is some stuff and some things This is some stuff and some things This is stuff Yo, fools, welcome to Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. Hey, what's up, fool? My name is Chewy, Holmes. And my name is Elon. No, I'm just kidding. It's me, Ian. <laughs> hey, know. fool, this podcast ain't like no, none of those other punk-ass podcasts, fucking bitch-ass podcasts with some fucking agenda, talking about some schedule or some shit. This one, we talk about everything, fool. <laughs> but sometimes- For color commentary, <laughs> like their fucking spices and shit. <laughs> Super action hoes about some bitches in movies. Pies in the dark about like eating pizza alone at night. That's sad, man. Why do you do that to yourself? Because sometimes, fool, I miss Rosa. <laughs> hey, everybody. I miss little, I miss sad girl. Fool. I miss little Smokey. Little Smokey. Little Clowny. Ever since he got smoked away, fool. I miss Os- uh, Oscar. He's he's one of, he's one of our friends who talks like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh God, I haven't seen him in forever. So, uh, welcome everybody to Stephen Things, uh, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. Uh, this this is your first episode. Hello and welcome. Spending time with us, we're gonna have yeah. conversations like you and your friends have when you're in exactly. the car on a long trip or stuck in traffic. And music just isn't enough. Um, music is some. T- go ahead. <laughs> I felt like you had a deep message, but then forgot it halfway through. No, I wanted to have a deep message, so I started speaking, hoping that I would be struck by inspiration, and I was not. You are not. The only thing I was struck by was my father, so. <laughs> Anyways, continue. I'll give you something to cry about, <laughs> fool. What's funny is our friend Andre told me, said that his mom did the same thing with him as a kid. Oh, yeah. like, and everyone's like, oh, that your child was messed up, and I was like... Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a couple ways you can reach out to our show if you like what we do. Way number one is you can uh, go to our website, stuffandthingspodcast.com. Uh, at that website, you can uh, follow us on Tumblr, subscribe to us there. You can also uh, follow us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and get new episodes uh, every single week. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on various social medias. We are on uh, Twitter for the show. We have a Twitter at sat, SAT podcast on Twitter. And you can also reach us individually on Twitter if you'd like. For me, it's uh, at irich that's at i-r-i-t-c-h and for me chewy it's at chupacabra c-h-e-w-p-a-c-a-b-r-a you can also like us on facebook give us a big thumbs up and if you prefer the oldest but most tried and true method of reaching out to people you can do that via email our email address is stuff and things podcast at gmail.com uh, also in addition to twitter we also are on instagram at at sad podcast um so you can also reach out to us there uh so that is the business the business yay so chewy my friend yes it's the end of an era this it week is the end of an era uh chewy and i have been co-workers for seven years and uh <laughs> i recently got another job as some of you fans who follow us on social media you may can know. hear i'm still broken up about it no it's it's yeah i know it's it, it's it's bittersweet but you know all you people who are listening to my old job listen to the show you know it is it's not because of you. It's because of, look to your right. It's that person's fault. My, <laughs> my Pippin is leaving the bulls. <laughs> What's funny is I didn't mean to say look to your right and Chewie looked to his right and there's a mirror there. <laughs> and it's and he looked right himself. <laughs> it's my fault. Wait a minute. Why am I Pippin? Who are you then? 
Jordan. No. Yeah. You've got too many tattoos to be Michael Jordan. If anything, you're Dennis Rodman. No. I'm not. Nothing to do with that. I'm not. going to do with how big of a fucking legacy <laughs> they created at their place of business. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Fucking for Michael Jordan, like... The Chicago Bulls was his place of business. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> like, what is his fucking... Does he have a business card? Do athletes have business That's cards? That's a great question. I'm going to Google search athlete business cards right <laughs> Just now. Just like, hey, here you go. Michael you go. Jordan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up Michael Jordan's business card oh while, we're, while we're talking. Michael... Um, uh, but yes, I, I did leave my, my job. I got a new job, a different one. Um, one that is uh, not working for... The same, uh, the same company, and hopefully one day, if if we uh, find ourselves, you know, both out of out of, out of that company, we'll, we'll we'll share some stories. But until then, we're gonna remain artfully, yeah, mom, artfully mom, silent. Mum's mom the, the word. word. Mum's the word. Um, let's see, Michael Jordan business cards. <laughs> like, yeah, I wonder, dude. Because I mean, like, if, obviously, you don't need one, but like, because you're fucking other, Michael Jordan. Yeah, like every other job, you have. A Let business me see. Card. Hold on. Um. Fucking even like famous like writers and famous like artists and stuff like that still have business cards. Michael Jordan signed business card on eBay. What is this? Let me let me look at this. What this auction? I feel like it's a business card that. Oh no! Yes, it's a business card that he signed. Even record producers and like directors probably have. Yeah, you know what? You you know what? Easy, easy question. You do have a business card. It's called a a a trading card. No one needs to contact you. They know where to find you. Oh, can I get your business card? Yeah. Oh, it's 3D raised printing, and it's colorful. <laughs> look how you look like the and, shitty. And you're and you're dunking over. You're dunking over. Why is your tongue Sears out? Tower. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have your tongue out. I have I have various uh, designs on my cards. Gary this is the one I thought was. Uh, let me let me see. Hold on. I wanna I wonder how much a Michael the Space Needle Michael Jordan. I'm curious how much a Michael Jordan rookie card is. Dude, I have a shit ton of Michael um, Jordan, 1986-1987. Michael Jordan rookie card for the Chicago Bulls uh, is currently this this particular bidding. Yeah, uh, is one hundred and thirty two dollars and fifty one cents. Dude, it ends in thirty seven minutes, so it's in near mint to mint condition or better. Listening, this is a reprint. Pretty sure that's what it is. It's a reprint. It's not even the original. I have a shit. The original one thousand eight hundred and twenty-five dollars uh, by the SGC, which is like the CGC, but for like I guess sports uh, collectibles. Huh. I have to look into that. Thank you for telling me that because I was going to say I have all these old cards. Probably not in this good condition. Well, no, no, no. I have all these old cards that I have kind of wanted to move because I don't use them. They're in a box. But I'm like, I don't know how to look up their value or anything like that. Because I'm like, what do I look up? It's like, like the C, like for comic books. You could look up the value. Well, sure I know, but you app. could say like, like, oh, okay, like this series, this issue, this date or whatever. But like I looked on the trading cards and it doesn't have any of that shit. It's just like, oh, okay, card where David Robinson is slam dunking amongst robots trying to stop him <laughs> in the... <laughs> In the San Antonio skyline. Did I ever show you that statue that's in the in the in the um, in Balboa Park in San Diego, where it is a shiny silver metal looking robot man uh, uh, playing basketball against a person with a <laughs> no. multicolored jersey, and the number on the jersey is twenty three. No, I'm gonna look up that that statue, uh, basketball statue uh, from uh, from that park down there. It's it's quite. 
Um, it's quite weird because it looks like, hey, I think I, I think yeah. when I first saw it, I put something on Twitter long yeah, ages ago, like, hey, remember when Michael Jordan played basketball against <laughs> the robot aliens for the fate for <laughs> of our Earth? I'm like, I wonder if someone saw that statue and was like, like space, space jam. jam. By the way, uh, the the blight of poor Michael Jordan's career. Yeah. I know we get we get shit on a lot by that, by the way, because we actually watch Space Jam as adults and try to watch it unnostalgically. Look. Yeah. And here's we're not going to come out of this looking pretty if you like here's, Space Jam. Here's, here's the thing. I like the movie. Like, it's a fun movie to watch every now and then. But uh, it's not a good movie. No. Like, let me put it this way, dude. Every fucking now and then. Okay, ballpark nachos, right? Or, like, shit like that. Is it the best nachos you've ever had? No. You enjoy them because you tie them to a certain memory or because you're doing something else that you like and stuff like that. It's the same with Space Jam for us. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's fun to watch. It's fun to kind of joke around about or like, oh, I remember this part. But you're not going to sit down and be like, mm, yes, the cinematography here was just uh, the subtext and the social commentary of overcoming. <laughs> like, you can't do that with Space Jam. So I found it, but I found it in two different two different things. But this okay. is this is what it is. Hold on. I'll, I'll send this over to you. Yeah. Um, send it to me. I am. I'm right doing now, it right do now. Do it right now. I am. I'm doing it right now. Oh, there it is. Oh, wow. That is. I need to see this bigger. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it is literally a, a a black nondescript man with an orange ball with the number twenty three on his jersey fighting what looks to be a robot man. Which I'll send you another picture of the robot man. Uh, and this is the this is the photo here of the robot man. This Let's is what see. his face looks like. He looks like he looks like he's from some some sci fi movie, but I can't place which one. Oh wow. He looks like a robot. He does look like a robot. He looks like what movie is that from though? It was like a recent one where they looked kind of like that. Uh fucking Thor. Oh yeah, yes. It looks like the destroyer. He literally <laughs> fought the destroyer. Yeah, and he in basketball. dunked on him. Yes. It and looks he just like, got dunked on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, if anyone could do it, Michael Jordan could. Absolutely, I dude. I mean, why would you have any other doubts? Speaking of collectibles, that we're talking about trading cards and collectibles. Chewie and I went to get our haircut today. Uh, yeah. At our local barber shop, and uh, our our barber uh, likes that he has TV on all the time. I'm glad that we did it today and not tomorrow, when you all will probably hear this because tomorrow will be bad luck. Friday the thirteenth. That's true. Another Friday the thirteenth, which means we probably should read our second half of our facts this yeah, evening. We can do that after we talk about the barber shop. So we were at the barber shop, and we're watching. We don't. Trey and I don't commonly watch like a lot of TV. Uh, other than like you know serialized shows like The Walking Dead or like Arrow or Flash, we don't watch a lot of like reality television, I guess, except for Comic Book Man. But even then, I'm behind on yeah. that. But we watched <laughs> on TV. There was a show I've seen before, to be fair, which was um, Pawn Stars. So if you guys aren't yeah, familiar, we all watch Pawn Stars. Come uh, on, man, there's it, no shame in that. If, if you're not familiar with Pawn Stars, it's a reality show in which people will go to a pawn shop to pawn their wares uh, for money. Um, but it's it's like it follows all the reality show tropes, especially yeah. for shows like this, where somebody will come in yeah. and they'll have an item like, I don't know, one of these guys so they, had a revolver yeah, that he said was from the... Give sus, a little a, thing yeah. about it and say like, hey, like I have this. And then they'll blah. cut away to a little interview they film separately where they're like, you know, I really like this revolver that I have, and I want to sell it at a good price. I'm thinking the 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 lowest, I, uh, the most I'm going to offer him, or what I'm going to offer him is 
$7,000, and the least I'll take for it is five. And then they cut away to the pawn store guy who's like, I want to get this. It's a really interesting piece, but I want to get it at the right price. Like These are things we already yeah. know inherently yeah. because we're human beings. And they do it for every item that comes into the show yes. every episode it's true and what they also do so too, it's not like they do it once per right. episode it's not like they do it once per, they, they do it for everything so you will have just watched that whole process yeah and then another item comes in and then again it'll be like i really want to carry this in the shop but i got i gotta, gotta get, get it at the right, the right price. price like we already fucking know, know that, that rick yeah. <laughs> and we already know their names um but the uh, but they even do this too for like the weird odd plot points they try to stick in the show like there's a little story that they have to get to the end of like one is there's going to be a trivia team and they don't want one of the guys in the trivia team so the trivia so So that guy gets a bunch of the experts that call in if you're not familiar with the show there's four four main characters dudes you have rick the guy who basically i'd say he runs the shop i'd say it's his shop i know the old man like you know (laughs) i like how he doesn't even know the name (laughs) there's there's another character the old man that's his dad who's his dad but they refer to him as the old man over and over again everyone calls and he kind of he kind of talks like hank hill who had a stroke constantly asleep slash like he looks like he is kind of like an old asian man but he's not (laughs) he's like a white dude he's like uh and then they have uh, Rick's son, Corey. Corey. Yeah, and Corey Once again, like useless some, character. Corey is just like some dude who's like, I mean, he's what? He's got. By the way, if anybody's favorite person on, on Pawn Stars is Corey, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, like the other people at least have something about them. Corey's like the just the one that's there. Um, and then there's the best I think character. Ba- basically, he's there for, for the next, Shumley to exist. The next character. I'm going to call him characters even though they're real people because, yeah. let's face it, yeah. they play up their, their characteristics. Chumley. There's a guy named Chumley yeah. who is Corey's best friend yeah. from childhood. Yeah. And this episode, particular episode, we watched. So, hold on. Let's yeah. see this. Okay. So, so, we know the old man yes. and Rick's kind of like, I'm a businessman. I got to ha ha. No, I got to run my business. I'm, I'm the dad and I know what's right. Everyone else is an idiot. And then Corey's like, well, I'm young. Everyone else is out of touch and they're all idiots. I'm going to do it the young way and I can handle it. I'm going to prove to them that I can handle it. Right. And then you got Chumley. Chumley <laughs> is, oh man, how do I? How do I put Chumley's this? the comic relief. Chumley's the potsy of this group. He's the one. He's the. Um, how can I describe this? He's the. Uh, like what? What's Chumley is the person that if you had a bunch of random stuff like on Chumley plate, is the Steve Urkel of the show. He's yeah, really the main reason you watch. Let's be honest. Uh, he he's the type of person that if you if like he walked yeah. in a room yeah and there was no one in there and there was just like. I don't know, like a bunch of food on a table or something like that. <laughs> like a bunch of food on a table with no labels. And he had like a severe peanut allergy. He would walk over to the table, start eating stuff, and then wait till someone walks in the room, continuing eating. And then he'd probably be like, hey, you know if any of this stuff got peanuts on it? <laughs> that That's Chumley. And then there's the old man who always comes out like, Chumley, yeah. you're dumb as a bucket <laughs> of rocks. But yeah. like in this particular episode, they thought Chumley was being lazy, and so the yeah. old man decided to trick him. And the way he decided to trick him was very like, old man like. Yes, by giving him a list of things fools that, errands, fools errands, things that don't exist. He uh, I remember a bucket of steam. The bucket of steam was one. A uh, was the other one, a left-handed coffee mug, he and he asked a for a glass, glass hammer. hammer. And my favorite one was strip paint. And they're like strip paint. He's like. 
I was trying to write stripe, but stripe. I didn't know how to spell it. I'm like, add fucking e. Yeah, it's not stripe paint. Uh, and it, I mean, and to be fair, he does. He lives in Las Vegas. He does see the word strip <laughs> probably a lot more than yeah. he sees the word stripe. Oh, so yeah, to yeah. be fair, but I was thinking to myself like, because they'll cut away. <laughs> we and have be like, the world's hottest and, like, strippers he explains, here like, on. He explains. I'm gonna make him a stage. list. Like you're seeing him film. Like I'm making a list of stuff that he'll never find. And yeah. they cut away, going, "I think Chumley's so dumb that I gave him a list of things that I, I you know, he my, can't find." My my theory is that Chumley's so dumb. He's just spent all day looking for these, and that'll teach him. To be as, lazy. as if the audience isn't smart enough to put this together. Like, and oh, then, he's giving on. him things that don't exist. Exactly. And the best part about this is when you see him making this list. Yeah. Corey walks in and asks him, "What are you doing?" And he tells him, "I'm making this." Uh, I'm pretty sure the words "What are you doing?" Probably are said the most on this show. That's probably the, the, the words that are said the most. He, the old man explains it to Corey. Yes. And then you get a cutaway to the old man explaining it to us. <laughs> and then you see him go back to like Corey and him talking. And Corey's just like, yeah, he's like, you're wasting your time, old man. Blah, 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 blah. And then cut, cut away, away to, to Corey. Corey saying, the old man thinks he's going to trick Chubbly. <laughs> And then they give Chumley this list, and it turns, Chumley's not that dumb. So Chumley walks up, and yeah. he's just like, hey, what's going on? Are there peanuts in this anymore. list? <laughs> I can't do a Chumley anymore. I was doing it perfectly. What's really. going on? Yeah, hey. well, and then he's like, Chumley, I need you to just get me the First of all, his name list. is Chumley. Yeah. There's another episode, by the way, where they try to change his nickname to Tater Tot. Tater Tot. That's just the whole no premise reason, of the yeah. show. Um, Good but Christ. He, he gives him the list, and he's like, I need you. And so he's like... Okay, uh, bucket of steam. That's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> um, let's see, what's that say? Stripe paint. And then he's like, "Oh, okay, I could probably find that." He's like, "Okay, on a glass hammer." Okay, yeah, it should be no problem. He's like, "I don't want you taking all day to get me the list, Chumley." Hurry up, make Hurry it fast. Up, make it fast. And so, so we cut away. And <laughs> yes. Chumley's not this dumb. He knows the old man is. But the point is. Every five seconds, someone's cutting away and explaining things. Is that like <laughs> Chumby's going to say, I knew the old man was tricking well, me. Well, well I, let's talk about that last cutaway segment. Well, yeah, because they, well, they cut to Chumley looking at coffee mugs, presumably stuff like they sell online. in the shop. He's just like looking. No, no, no. He had a whole box of them. Oh, I thought he was looking Because they online. sell oh, coffee okay. cups for like the Pawn Stars so or whatever Corey in the shop. So Corey goes back and he's just like, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, what, what are you, once again, what, what are you, are you doing? doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, but, but start first steps off with Corey going, so I know Chumley's not that dumb, but I want to see how it's going with his list. It's like, okay, yeah. why else would you be checking he on him? He fucking goes over it. What, would you, what, what is it going to suddenly be like? Hey Chumley, did you hear about the aliens that just landed and then how and how Michael Jordan's gonna play basketball against them to save our planet? No, it's gonna be about the fucking list that you just did eight seconds ago. Hey Chumley, I'm just checking on you to make sure you didn't have a heart attack. <laughs> it's something that we have to do very often at this shop because the four of us are at great fucking risk. <laughs> all in terrible all physical terrible shape. Physical. Even and Chum that's coming okay. from two fat guys. Chum Lee and Corey. Yeah. Who we look at now and we say, wow, they're looking good. They lost a lot of weight. Still are fat. still much, much, much larger than we are. It's true. Um, in any case, so he's just like, oh, I'm just looking for coffee mugs. He's like, you know that, you know that's like a trick, right? Again, reiterating it, and Chumley's like, I know, I'm not that dumb. 
I'm gonna. Pr- I'm working on a prank so I can prank the old man, and teach him a lesson. <laughs> uh, and that's, but yet it keeps coming. They keep cutting back, so that they cut away. <laughs> the Chumley, so, so like Chumley, being like, I know the old man's trying to get me to blah 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 blah, but I'm really gonna get him back or something like that. And that's almost like you expect to cut them to to Corey going like. Chumley, <laughs> so Chumley think Chumley thinks that, or the old man, the old man going like, I know Chumley's not that dumb, so I top pulled a prank on him by doing that, and I know he's not gonna, he's gonna do something smart ass and find his items, and they cut back to Corey going, well, I told the old man that he should challenge Chumley by writing a list, and they <laughs> cut to Rick, Rick going, I told Corey to tell the old man, <laughs> this. and then they cut back to Chumley saying like, I told Rick to tell Corey to tell the old man to I trick me. Cut back to the old man again. This whole thing I was told a ploy to Chum- get Chumley to get out of the office and give me a brisket sandwich. Yeah, I want they, some barbecue. From we, I want some a Subway sandwich. You know you oh, can get a placement? whole yeah, the product twelve inch sandwich for for just, just five dollars. I knew the old man wanted a sandwich, but I had <laughs> to get it at the right price. <laughs> so I'm going to go to Subway, and where there they have a great deal on on foot long subs for one. <laughs> Corey's just like <laughs> the most I'm gonna pay is five dollars. You know, my dad thinks he can get a pretty good deal on a sandwich at this <laughs> lo- at this shop. It's called Subway or something. <laughs> you know, Corey, you know the kind of chumley. You know, Corey doesn't believe that his dad Rick can get a good deal on a sandwich. But I've seen Rick do a lot of dealing, and I think he can get this at a good price. <laughs> Cut back to the old man. Where's my damn sandwich? Not even. Cut back to the old man going. I know Trumley thinks that Corey's wrong for Rick thinking that just, it's the most mad. It just keeps going. Yeah, it this fucking line for ages oh, and ages and ages. And that's the whole show. That should be the, they should have a whole episode yeah. where one thing happens and the rest of it is cutaways where they're all explaining what happened before. And the best part is there's an episode with Steve Carell. He comes into the store. And like you could tell, he's just like I don't fucking want to be fucking. I don't want to be on. I I just want to look at. I some just cool wanted shit. to get a diver's knife. I wanted to look at some cool shit, dude. Come on, please. And they go to me. Are you Steve Carell? He goes, No. I'm like, I know it's Steve Carell. The second he acts like that, yeah, no, I get that a lot. Yeah. Like real, and, and of course, Rick. Really, you're not because you really look like him. Yeah. Are you sure you're not? They said you'd be taller. Oh well, how well? Well, that's offensive. How tall do they? Like, like it's just stupid. Yeah. It's obviously set up. Yeah. Oh god. This one guy came in trying to sell an iron lung. Yeah. Like who the fuck's gonna want that? It's cool. Sure. Give it to a museum. <laughs> Nobody's gonna want it. Like to to sell and keep. Or like. I need set. the iron lung because Chumley is making me take. He's so attractive now that he's lost so much weight. And he's, he's taking my, my breath, breath away. <laughs> the old man thinks that I'm handsome now that I lost some weight, but I'm going to show him by eating 14 pizzas today. <laughs> Corey thinks he's going to eat 14 pizzas, but really what he's going to eat. <laughs> I want to buy Cor- I want to buy Chumley 14 pizzas, but <laughs> I got to get, get those pizzas at a good right price. price. So I'm going to order them from Little Caesars, where you can go and get $5 hot and ready pizzas any time of the day. My dad thinks that he can do it by just calling them up. But I know that what the young people are doing these days is ordering it online. You can't do that with Little Caesars. Like uh, any restaurant, you should be able to just walk in and get what you want. Get what and you that's want. the great that's, thing about Little Caesars Pizza. It's there when you need it. That's the great thing about good old-fashioned American <laughs> service. You can just walk in and give them money. 
get your goods and or services. There's no need to make it more complicated. <laughs> do another kind of way to Chumley, just yeah. staring blankly. <laughs> just staring there's blankly. no way they can do it. Oh, my God. It's so great. And the people who argue with these people. It, it's like now, I know th- that Chumley's getting confused with all the cutaways here, <laughs> but I have a plan that I think will help him understand this. <laughs> Corey thinks he can get Chumley to understand this with some crazy diagram, but he's not going to understand it. You got to explain it to him simple. Corey's Rick Rick's thinks- problem is that he doesn't believe in Corey enough, <laughs> and he doesn't think that he could teach his friend Chumley anything. That's why Chumley's slow-minded, because he doesn't let Corey take the reins and took him under his wing. I know the old man thinks that Corey's, that Corey's a good person to teach me, but I don't think that's such a good idea. I'm not a very good learner. I don't learn good. <laughs> I don't learn good. <laughs> Keeps going in a circle. It turns out that I'm way smarter than I knew. I was running an illegal counterfeit diamond operation out of the back. <laughs> the Russian mob was funding it, and I had no idea. Anyway, we've killed this joke in the ground. But that's oh the. God. But that's what that show is. And I swear to God, I'm telling you, as soon as we're done with this podcast, yeah. I want to go watch some more. Uh, we got to <laughs> eat something, though, and watch While that. we're watching it. Like Maybe a delicious. good old-fashioned American barbecue brisket sandwich from, from Subway. Subway. Eat Fresh. <laughs> I can't. His reason he wanted a left hand in coffee cup. He's like, I can't hold it strong in my right hand. My anymore. right hand's getting too sore to hold. The- <laughs> One day that guy's gonna die, and we've made fun of a dead man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We've made fun of dead people before. That's true. Probably. By the way, did you hear who died? Who uh, died? A person who's very important. Uh, maybe behind the scenes, you know. Did you hear Sam Simon died? I, the co-creator of The Simpsons. Oh, really? Yeah, he had cancer. That's not a good thing to have. No, it's sad. But he created one of the shows that that, that show is a, as a legacy. He also did. Uh, what were some of the other shows that he did? He produced a lot of like classic television. So yeah, good. Godspeed to you, sir. He's also a big animal lover. Loved animals a lot. Yeah. Well, he may not love animal. I mean, he might love animals, right. but I mean, there are some animals you should stay away from. Yes, this uh, tomorrow we learned today. that deer. Stay away from fucking deer. Yeah, we also dolphins, owls, no go. Owls, owls are more terrifying than you think. Gorillas, we already knew that. <laughs> All animals, Apes. really. Sharks, stay away from anything that's not dust. A mites are the most dangerous. Even humans are scary. So um, stay away. Don't go someplace where you can wrap yourself in plastic and uh, wrapped in plastic and never leave. That's what you need to do forever. But especially tomorrow. Yes. Slash today when you're listening. Do you to know this. why, listeners? Because. We'll tell it's you. It's Friday the 13th. The second one, part yeah. D. This is like Halloween part three. <laughs> That's basically what it is. That's it's, what Friday the 13th is. Well, it's, well, or it's like Friday the 13th part two. And there's Friday the 13th part three. Yeah. 3D. That was the 3D one where yeah. you can watch it and it looks like those movies and are then like a ladder falls towards you. Oh. The shards of the mirror. Like, yeah. Correct. Eyes and shit like that. Correct. Um, anyway. So we started last, uh, not last time, but sometime last month, we did an episode where we talked about um, some unlucky situations. Yes, and we, we had a list. And we did half of it, and we saved half of it for this time. Correct. So we'll go through the rest of the list here for right. everybody. Let's do it. So I think we left off after talking about the umbrellas. Yes, umbrellas okay. and doors. That's a common misconception as to yeah. be something that's bad luck. Number seven. Okay. Horseshoes. Those are good luck. Yeah. The luckiest of all good luck charms is the horseshoe. So carry one tomorrow. The ancient Greeks invented the horseshoe not only to protect uh, the feet of their horses, but to honor them as holy animals. 
to the Greeks, the horseshoe's design was sacred. It was a U-shape uh, associated with a crescent moon, historically seen as a symbol of fertility, new beginnings, and good fortune. Now, do you think that that Dio song, Holy Diver, is about a horse, di- a diving horse? <laughs> a diving horse. <laughs> Holy Diver, you're up on a little plank up high. Don't fall in the water or you'll die. Holy diver. I can't do it right now. <laughs> My voice is gone. My voice is dead. Gotta jump away. Jump, jump away. away. <laughs> oh, my God. May you uh, ride on in wherever you are. So he he soared on the wings of a demon. He did. But he's too old to rock. No more rocking for you. No more rocking for him, dude. Taking you to home, but we'll still sing a song about you. The crescent shape holds uh, or held uh, such mystical significance that cultures spanning the Egyptians, Babylonians, Hindus, and Celts incorporated it into architecture, statues, and depictions of gods and began uh, agricultural festivals on the appearance of a new crescent moon. Um, Hanging a horseshoe outside one's home dates to the plague years in Europe, where it was believed to ward off illness. The practice stuck, and the golden horseshoes appear on homes and businesses around the world. Number eight, jumping the broom. Okay. So it's much like jumping the shark, but I think safer, you know, <laughs> for your business and your TV show. <laughs> okay. But whatever. What is jumping the broom? I've never heard this one before. Today, the African-American expression, jumping the broom, means getting married. But it comes from an old custom that newlyweds literally jump over a broom to prove that that one of them is not an evil double. (laughs) Oh, what? Yes. In folklore, found both in European Middle Ages and traditional African cultures, vampires and wicked spirits were considered to possess uh, obsessive-compulsive traits. Hence, a malevolent spirit would have to stop on account of the brooms. Uh, would have to stop to count all of the broom's bristles, exposing their uh, sinister entity that uh, attempted to disguise itself as the bride or groom. Uh, even after the wedding, couples must be careful in the West. The new husband carries the wife over the threshold, which is uh, which the Romans believed was crawling with evil spirits, Ugh. which um, it, which his act of chivalry helps her to avoid. <laughs> and when you see dad ass, <laughs> they go, oh, damn, dad ass so good. We can't haunt here no we more. We can't haunt here no more. Dad, We're, ass. Done, dad mm. ass, though. Girl, do, 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 do. I got my eyes, eyes on you. you. Everything that I need, I see that big last come over, over me. I can't haunt you no more. It's not can't be scary here. That's them fading away. That's them fading away into the darkness. Um, (laughs) Also, I didn't think any more lyrics. And what about the bridesmaid's dress uh, that you just spent a bundle on? It goes back to Roman days, where bridesmaids were supposed to distract evil spirits from the wife. Oh, oh, oh my God! So the bridesmaid is like a sacrificial lamb. Oh my God! And like, oh, don't look at her. So like, all the like slutty bridesmaids' dresses are meant to like distract the like They're to dis- oh, the so, horny demons. Yeah, the the horned demons. Horned horny demons. The horned horny demons. That sounds like a back of- <laughs> like. Sounds like a bad baseball team, like a <laughs> minor league. Ah, ba- oh, the horny demons here tonight. <laughs> the, the horn- With fingers, O'Callahan. <laughs> fingers, O'Callahan. Fingers. 
You just see him over there rolling nothing between his fingers. He knows. He's feeling the viscosity in the air. Is that like, um, what's the other guy's name that we came up with? What was our baseball player? What was his name? Arms Akimbo. Arms Akimbo, yeah. What was this guy's name? Uh, fingers, fingers, what'd you say? Fingers. Fingers O'Callaghan. Yeah, Fingers O'Callaghan. Who, where do these guys play? I don't know. Well, we, we all, well, one of them plays for the Milverado Buckers. This guy plays for the, for another rival team from old timey times called the horn, the horn, horny devil, horny horn, horn devil, the horned horny devils yes. from HHDs. They gotta they be, I feel like it'd be easy to make them from like Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. But you know, when I was a kid, I went to the horn, horny devils games all the time. Seeing so all the fingers when, of Callahan. When someone brings in a fingers of Callahan rookie card, it's something that I'm very interested in. Look, I know the old man really wants this baseball card because he loves that old timey baseball shit. <laughs> but I really need to get it at a good price. If my dad thinks he's going to get it at a good price, he's mistaken. This guy looks like he's not even going to sell it because he loves baseball so much. Rick wants me to go and buy the thing from the guy, but I'm not going to touch that thing without rubber gloves. I think that Chumley doesn't even know what baseball is because he's too busy donking around all the time. My dad thinks he invented baseball. (laughs) He literally thinks he picked up the first branch he saw and hit of magnificent flying magical ball out of the sky and invented a game that captured a nation. Now I know my dad doesn't think that the old man invented basketball (laughs) or baseball, whatever sport. He thinks he invented a lot of sports, and there's a lot of historical evidence pointing towards that. (laughs) My favorite baseball team is the Milverado Buckers. Trumley doesn't have good (laughs) taste in sports teams, not like the horny devils. Of Las Vegas, Nevada. So if I'm going to get this card, I want it, but at a good price. And then it cuts back to the interaction. <laughs> cuts back to the interaction. For like a second, to be like, what are you looking for? It, And then it cuts back to Rick going. <laughs> yeah, he's just like. I really, thanks. I know it's going to make the old man happy. He can't get a boner anymore. And well, I like how all these guys are way bigger than us. It could yeah. beat the shit out of us. Uh, I think we're faster. I th- the old man probably could. The old man would be like, well, well, well. I it's think those two funny two. talking pod man. Not they just pod men. What if they knocked on our door? Do you see some of the weapons they had in there? Yeah. They had a thing that was a, it, they almost bought this. I don't know. They ended up buying that. The thing that was the the brass knuckles with the knife I and the so. gun yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it was called oh, a. Fuck, the Apache. The Apache. Which well, they call it the means, Apache here. Yeah. But it's, it's a gun where like it, it's a fucking revolver. And not the handle is brass knuckles, but like the top of it is well, brass but, knuckles. But that's the handle, because you fold that out, and that becomes the handle. Oh, shit. And then what? there's also a knife. So when you have brass knuckles, you could punch somebody, so and you as you're can, doing it, the knife sticks out, so you could almost cut them as so you're doing it. So if you punch it. someone and you miss, the knife trails behind your punch, slicing them. And these are the men we're making fun of. And no, they also no, had some no, medieval no. or the other things they had. Too. Here's the best part. You're like, God, what a grisly fucking weapon. What a grisly fucking weapon, right? And like, who, where did this come from? Like, where, if someone told you this, you know, you know, but if someone had described this to you, where would you have thought America. That this would have come from? America. Like, America. Or maybe Ireland. I thought Ireland, maybe Germany. Yeah. You know, or something like that. No, like, something but ap- where. Apache should give it away. Apache. It's French. French. It was for from ruffian. Sp- from fucking. Street gangs in Paris, and the, you know we call them Apaches, but they're really Apache, Apache which means which ruffians. Means ruffians. <laughs> oh God, why isn't there like a fucking 
<laughs> movie called Les, Les, Les Apaches. Les Apaches. <laughs> the ruffian, the ruffian day, <laughs> day of the ruffians. Les jus sans fait. What does that mean? It's what? What is les jus sans fait? Sans fait? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what sans fait is. Jus? Oh wait, no. Jus would be to play. Um. So I'm just so. curious how how accurate Ferris Bueller is because in that movie, mm-hmm. the the, the Dean's student says uh, sans fait. Oh, uh, Rooney, Dean Rooney. Okay. Says les jus sans fait. Translation: Your ass is mine. How do you yeah. say your ass is mine in French? Uh, ton be ass i forgot what ton coup uh ton coup c'est moi all right i gotta look into this i gotta find out what he's yeah, really it's gotta saying. be something completely wrong and that's why it's like funny or yes. something like that like what? for people that know french like oh. <laughs> i'm sure that Dean dude Rudy why don't they have why don't the french have a competing movie to the warriors french. called <laughs> called like <laughs> day of the ruffians le, le jour le jour de la pache Depeche. And it's just like a cross between like West Side Story and like the Warriors <laughs> where they're just like some French dudes like just standing there or whatever. And like some like lady walks by like looking all French and like gorgeous and stuff like yes. that. And they're like, oh, regards très belle. You know what's funny though? I'm not thinking about Ferris Bueller. There's a lot of French in Ferris Bueller. Yeah. The word French or, Fran- or French cuisine is in there. What do you think the hidden message is, dude? France. What do you think France. the hidden agenda was? France. Pardon my French, but you're an <laughs> asshole. A <laughs> family member dies and you insult me. What the hell is the matter with you? <laughs> um, anyway, so back to our facts. I'm sorry, I got us off track. I really wanted to get to talk about Ferris Bueller some more, but I knew Chewie wanted to get back to his facts. No, oh, dude, I was having fun talking about the ruffians, and I wanted to flesh out that fucking you know universe, but I don't fucking know anymore. I was trying to get you to do it, but anyways, um, I know Chewie was really trying to get me to talk about the ruffians, but the truth is, I don't care, and I'd rather get back to the list of facts. <laughs> I <I'd- laughs> I don't know that Rick really <laughs> wanted to hear about the ruffian Rick movie. really wanted to get back to the list. But when you're old like me, sometimes you gotta appreciate the more artistic things. On when Chewie life. does this impression, by the way, one of his eyes closes more than the other one does. <laughs> I knew the old Brush man wanted game. to sleep. <laughs> I knew the old man wanted a brisket sandwich because he kept saying brisket while he slept between snores. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, why'd you get me a brisket sandwich, Chumley? Well, I did some deductive reasoning, and and I realized that what you really wanted from basically sleep, I was having a nightmare. I was being attacked by brisket. (laughs) Brisket Brisket was my old pony down at the tracks. He's dead now. He's a zombie. <laughs> zombie horse. The Zorse. <laughs> the Zorse, as it were. Back to the Zorse. <laughs> get back on that Zorse and give me a $5 foot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, um, we got to get through this, this list. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, let's see. Um, rabbit's foot. 
Okay. The lucky rabbit's foot is a must-have for every superstition gambler or risk or superstitious gambler or risk taker. Ancient people from the Aztecs to the Chinese ascribed magical properties to the rabbit, seeing it as a symbol of cunning and survival. French, uh, I'm sorry, German and Scottish folklore uh, placed special emphasis on the rabbit's relative, the hare, which was considered capable of placing quote an evil eye on people. Probably because it is one of the few animals born with its eyes open. What the fuck? The hair is born with its eyes fucking open. No. So it can see everything from the moment of birth till its moment of death. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Why don't we have like just like a ridiculously doomy black metal band called The Hair? You're giving or away. Eye of the Hair. Chewy really wanted to start this metal band, but I really wasn't feeling it yet. He had to, He's really going to have to do some convincing to get me to be interested. Um, okay, hold on. <laughs> I like how you're not joining in on the cutaways. <laughs> the antidote. The antidote? Obtaining the animal's hind foot. So, in have order, you ever had a lucky rabbit's foot? Yeah, when I was like a kid, but I, I don't know, know if it too. was real. I'm sure it probably anything. was. Um, carrying a rabbit's foot got popularized in the 19th century through African-American magical tradition called hoodoo. Many actors famously, uh, a famously superstitious lot, much like criminals. Um, Does it say that there? No. I added that <laughs> in for, you know, podcast value. Uh, ca- kept a rabbit's foot in their makeup box. Rabbit's feet were once used to apply makeup, but uh, lingered as a performer's good luck charm. So the other thing is... I. The wrong side of the bed. We've oh, all woken up on the wrong side of the bed. Which yeah, side is the wrong side of the bed? Will this will this explain? Let's find out here. Yeah, in the world of folklore and superstition, there really is a right and wrong way to get up in the morning. Uh-huh. Traditionally, climbing out of bed on the left side has bad consequences. That's bad news for me because the way that my bed is situated, I can only get out of the left side of my Start bed. Start sleeping backwards. Then it becomes the right side. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This stems from the ancient Egyptians' belief that the left side belongs to the forces of death and destruction. Oh, that's pretty metal, though. Maybe you're getting on the metal side of the bed. Oh, my God. That's why I'm so fucking metal. (laughs) That would explain it. That's why I shit magnesium. (laughs) Um, Some modern hotel and casino designers even arrange guest rooms with the left side of the bed facing the wall. Uh, helping you to raise on the side of luck. Uh, a, a European custom requires exiting the bed at the same side you enter it, or else the cosmic circle of sleep will be disturbed until the following night when the circ- when the cycle can resume as normal. So <laughs> basically, oh no, you got out of the wrong side. It's all right, just make sure you do it right tomorrow. Okay. Cosmic balance has been fucked with. For only 24-hour period. Not even, <laughs> for, for like 12 hours maybe. <laughs> Um, wearing black while mourning. The loss of a loved one creates sadness and confusion, uh, which are a devil's playground for superstition. <laughs> Many ancient cultures from China to Persia uh, considered death contagious. People who were around the recently dead were supposed to be avoided. Uh, in Rome, mourners wore black so that you would know to stay away from them. Some believe that it would actually give uh, that you should actually give away your colored clothes while mourning for a quick passage of sorrows, but uh, but be sure not to wear your mourning clothes beyond two years, or you risk a new tragedy. 
Another what? European custom holds that you should never accept gifts during your loss or you'll soon find yourself grieving again. And if you wear mourning gloves, make sure they are made of cotton or your whole household could go to the grave. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. They were nylon gloves. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Fuck you. Dude, like how fucked up was that? It's like. You wear you wear black. It's not just be like, oh, I'm sad, so I'm not. I'm gonna, you know, no bright, colorful things. I'm just sad, but it's like that way people can know to stay away from me, so that way death doesn't befall them. Good Lord, God, dear sweet baby <laughs> Jesus. Black cats. Yes, our love affair with cats began in Egypt. Egyptians considered cats sacred to the gods and, on a more practical level, as a perfect solution to keeping rats and mice out of grain supplies. Yet our relations to felines took a different turn during the European witch craze. <laughs> Between the four... Of the, the 1960s. Yeah. <laughs> of the 1960s. Starting with the show, Bewitched. Ending in the 1990s with the show Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Yeah. Um, and then reigniting briefly in the new times, um, <laughs> in the new times, in the new times, it is said that there were many prophets, um, between the 11th and 14th centuries, Europe's population exploded. That's oh, it. That sounds dangerous. No. With, <laughs> uh, with cats, no exception. Animals were overrunning the continent and were widely seen as pests. Mm. In England, elderly or single women, the prime target of witch trials, were seen as caretakers of cats. So the legend arose that felines are the companions or familiars of witches. What about the black cat? Another English tradition holds that Satan was thrown out of heaven into a blackberry bush, <laughs> giving us malevolent associations with the color black. That's why people don't like the color black. I thought he was Bec- thrown to like a, a black pit of nothingness, a blackberry bush. A.K.A. a blackberry bush. Hold on. Wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense because according to the Bible, the universe wasn't created when he and did that. Another English tradition holds that Satan was thrown out of heaven into blackberry bush well they're weird <laughs> whoever that group is is weird giving us about yeah okay the notion that black cats are the embodiment of the devil a belief that surrounds that also surrounds black dogs so uh, but I, like think about that for a second does it's, that mean that led zeppelin were really satanist because they had that song called black dog? black dog Apparently. i actually played it stairway to heaven backwards and i've heard here's to my sweet satan really yeah Have you never awesome. listened to that before no it's it's pretty clear. It sounds like he's saying, "Here's my sweet Satan." But what? like, think about that. It's just like that is why people are like, "Oh, the color black. That's evil." Like wearing black, and it's just like it, because people are like, "Well, maybe like you know, he was thrown into a black pit, or he was fell into a bl- a blackberry black bush. bush because he was covered in a fruit." Maybe God invented the blackberry bush before everything else. Yeah. Apparently. He's like, oh, no, I got to find a planet. These things are coming up everywhere. <laughs> these, these things got to get rid of them. The black, <sighs> fucking pesky let blackberry. Make, let me just make the universe. Why don't I have no blackberry <laughs> predators up here? God's cockney, by the way. God is cockney. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Hello, what's all this? <laughs> we had these little... People left and right here. Give them their own little island. They'll sort it out. 
Oh, look at that. These ones is going to that island there. They're going to make friends with the new ones. The ones that wear the loincloths, they do. Dear God. Oh, weird young man. They're killing them and taking their land. That didn't go as expected. I'm going to go check on my hot pockets. (laughs) The number 13. Yes. Was Apollo 13 cursed by its flight number? Um, Should you avoid the 13th floor of a building? Well, there's not really a 13th floor of any building ever. Do you need to watch your step on Friday the 13th? I mean, it's tomorrow, so it would probably be valuable to know. Fear of the number 13 is one of humanity's most enduring superstitions. Perhaps the earliest known origin of the superstition comes from ancient India, where it was considered unlucky for 13 people to sit together. In Nordic mythology, the evil Loki is the 13th guest at a banquet of gods, which ends in an argument and violence. The most famous origin involves Judas, uh, Judas Isaacrot, as as a, yeah, you say it. What's Judas's last name? Iscariot. Iscariot, there you go. Isaac cry it. There you go. Isaac cry it. Judas Isaac cry it. The so-called traitor apostle uh, who was uh, the 13th man at this at the Last Supper. Jesus was crucified on Good Friday, which got linked to the number 13 for a day of unholy luck. Friday the 13th um, also marked the mass ex- execution of the medieval Knights Templar. Following tensions with the Vatican, the Christian Knights were all but wiped out on Friday, October 13th, 1307. So deep is our fear of 13 that even today how many deep hotels... How your fear? <laughs> is your fear? How deep is your fear? I really need to learn. Cause tomorrow's <coughs> Friday the 13th. Watch out for Learn-cats. black cats. And watch out for blackberry bushes. That's what Satan fell into. I believe it's true. Because I grew up across the sea And even though everyone in America believes I know it cause I'm me <laughs> Well <laughs> done, All sir. right. I um, know it cause I'm me Dude, but like Yeah, there you have it That's why like some hotels don't have 13th floors And that's why number 13 is unfucking lucky and all that shit but like, I don't know. Isn't it weird how like we just hang on to these like traditions and shit? It is pretty bizarre. I will tell you the truth. Um, I mean, we. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I mean, like, I associate it with good things because, like, when we did the fucking pizza tattoo day, there was that. You know, so that was fun, right? Chewy thinks the pizza tattoo day was the most important day in our lives, but really, the most important day in anyone's life is the day they're born because that's when life starts. I don't know one of the most important days for me was the first time that I had pizza. I and also was... a brisket sandwich. <laughs> so um, we talked about black cats, mm-hmm. you know, but I, there's other animals that should also be avoided, just so you know. Okay. FYI. Such as? So what animal doesn't care, Ian? The dolphin? No. What animal doesn't care? The human? No. The honey badger. No. He doesn't give a shit. You should have said he didn't give a shit. Oh, he doesn't give a shit? He doesn't give give a shit. shit. Yeah. So honey badger don't give a shit, right? Yes, right. Well, his cousin, 
the regular badger does just as mischievous oh does give a shit okay stressed badger what holds hotel guests hostage for 40 minutes police well it could have been longer but that's still 40 minutes of terror Police were called to a luxury hotel in Stockholm last week when uh-huh. a, quote, stressed out badger <laughs> refused to let staff and other guests enter or exit. The testy mustelid showed up at the Radisson Blue about 5 a.m. on Friday. The, um, let's see, after about 40 minutes of nobody being able to get in or out of the place, poli- employees called police. The badger ultimately left the premises of his own accord, according to the Stockholm police report, at least. The police report noted that the badger seemed, quote, crazy or, quote, stressed out, uh, <laughs> according to the translation. Um <laughs> Albin Birch, Stockholm police spokesman, told Swedish newspaper DN that the badger was likely irritable because he had just been woken up from hibernation, according to the translation by the Telegraph. So he's just grumpy. He's just a grumpy old badger. Just being like, fuck. Oh, no, I'm late to fucking work. Oh, Oh, no. no. I'm stressed out. (laughs) He's trying to get to fucking work. (laughs) Do you know what this badger is, dude? This badger is Michael Douglas in Falling Down. (laughs) That's what this badger is. It's okay. got like fucking glasses. He's got a little briefcase. Like, oh fuck, I'm gonna be. I need to see my fucking daughter for her birthday. I need to get something to eat. And then like something happens, and then he he just has that moment right in front of the hotel. Where he's like, no, 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 no. Fuck you, fuck you. You're not going in the hotel. You think you can just walk across my path? I'm a fucking badger here. I deserve equal rights. Jesus. Oh my god! Like what? What does a badger have to be stressed out about? No, not being murdered by humans. Well, I mean, like, do you think he has like a badger wife that was cheating on him? Probably, or anything like that. No, maybe. All right. <laughs> I was really hoping you just stop and I'd be like, sometimes people call me a badger, but I'm really just a big teddy bear, and anybody who thinks I'm a badger is wrong. Sometimes I like to tell the old man that he's a badger because he's so mean to me and Corey. He treats Rick like he's the best guy ever, but he's not because I am. <laughs> yes, but yes. Why we, Why he would do such a thing? Uh, I would imagine he felt threatened of some sort. Maybe he was, He was. I, I think your theory is the best. The falling down theory is probably the, the way to go. He just had too much. His he badger just, his life. His fucking life, just, it just snapped. He just and couldn't. then Iron Maiden wrote a song about, called Falling Down, this time with Bruce Dickinson, but it was about the badger falling down. <laughs> badger falling down. Do you think, that, there's badger an, do you think down. that animals have movies the same way we have movies, but it's the same movie but with animals? That'd be cool, dude. <laughs> like, but then what would like the animal versions of animal movies be? Would they be man, like human, man. human movies? Man bat. Like, it's a bat that dresses like a man like, to fight animal <laughs> crime. Because the, the man strikes fear into the hearts of animals. Into the hearts of bats He's everywhere. Just beige. What about War Horse? War guy? <laughs> I prefer ho- I prefer horse war. It's a better movie. Um <laughs> Or like Sea like all those like movies. It's about it's about them trying to make the jockey feel good. It's all about the jockey and they're feeling good. <laughs> I, I wish I could make my jockey feel better. Yeah, it's I like wish the, the same, guy's riding me. Is holy happy. shit! It's the same fucking movie, but told from the other point of view. Yes. 
Oh my god! So like everything happens as it is, but you're just yeah. Getting... And in and like the and Homeward Bound, it's just like videos of the family wait, oh, like scared and waiting to the. To the <laughs> but but remember, all these parts are played by animals, so they yes. just look like they're just animals trying to be people <laughs> wearing masks. And exactly, shit. exactly. Yes. <laughs> you know, it really is an interesting. <laughs> I'm just fucking thinking about it now. Marley and me. It's just some guy, some guy dying slowly. Over no, time. it's not even that. No, it's the same movie. So the oh, dog yeah, dies yeah, at the yeah. end, but it's all about dogs playing the people. No, it's about the, well, cause what's Marley and me about? Marley and me is about them. And Marley and me is about them. And then the dog is there, right? It's about like the dog being like, why the fuck won't you just take me for a fucking walk? Yeah. It's just a dog having a normal dog life. Yeah. Just a dog <laughs> having a normal dog life. Oh my God. Air yeah. bud. Air bud. <laughs> why am I being forced into this life of servitude? I don't want to play sports. <laughs> I don't like maybe sports. If I, maybe if I just put this ball in this basket, they'll let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it stops. Maybe if I do it the one time, they'll let me go. Maybe they'll see it and be satisfied, and that'll be it. But no, <laughs> human. <laughs> more again for more people. Well, I finally won their game. Maybe that's it. Now you're gonna play football. <laughs> what was that movie with fucking um, where the kid has a monkey? Oh, most of it. Oh, you're talking about which one? No, it's like the one where he like runs a company or some shit. He's like in a hotel. Are you talking about Dunstan checks in? Yes. <laughs> there you go. I don't, I don't know. The one where they get the orangutan? Is that no, the one? No, it's not an orangutan. Yeah, it's, it's a chimp. A, it's There's a one ch- with a chimp. No, I think you're thinking of Dunstan checks in. That's the one with Jason Alexander, I'm pretty sure. It might be that one. Then. I'm going to look up the IMDb profile of Dunstan checks in. <laughs> Stuart Little is just. I used to love Dunstan checks in when I was a kid. Stuart Little is just a kid being like, uh, my mouse talks. (laughs) It's him talking to a fucking therapist. I want the listeners to write us in with their versions of uh, of these movies. Um, Oh my God, yes. Think about your favorite movie that involves animals and what would the animal version of that movie be? Dunstan checks in is, uh, it is stars uh, Jason Alexander, Faye Dunaway, Eric Lloyd, uh, Rupert Everett's in there too. Wow. Um, Paul Rubens is in there. Uh, Glenn Shaddix, who you might know, he's he's dead if I remember correctly. Is this gentleman dead? Yeah, this is the guy who was in Beetlejuice, who plays like the really wait a minute man in Beetlejuice. Batman Returns would just be the Penguin's point of view about <laughs> about everything that's happening in Gotham. It would just be them being like, when's that fact? When's that? <laughs> when's that Eggman coming back? <laughs> Why has he got black stuff on his mouth? <laughs> yes, why, why are we fighting for him again? I'm pretty sure this is the movie you're thinking of. Yes. Dunstan checks movie. in. I used to love that movie. That was I'm oh, still trying yeah. to figure out who, who directed it. That's why I want to know. Dude, but yeah. They Ken just... Quapis. What else has he done? I don't know. Probably uh, more animal uh, movies. No, not really, actually. He's <laughs> done uh, The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyways. Um, <laughs> fucking... But yeah, dude, that'd be fucking great. Do it, do that for us. Yes, be... everybody, please write in with your animal versions of movies. Uh, we we want we want to hear them and see them. You know, animals sometimes do some wonderful, strange things that we can't figure out. But it turns out the weirdest animal turns out as man. <laughs> you <laughs> turns out it's right. man. It turns out as man. And you know what? Like. You know how we always fucking joke around and say, like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm a crazy person. I'm immature. I'm this and that. Yeah. And like you and <coughs> me and Adam and stuff like that. And you've heard some of the wild, crazy stories of Adam well, and you've I. You've heard the colorful cast of characters we've had on this show. Yeah. You know all of them. Akron Poopatrader. 
craps on at least yeah whatever i don't give a shit (laughs) akron ohio akron (laughs) akron poopa trader craps on at least 19 cars (laughs) look at the picture look at it (laughs) they caught him in the act just shitting on a car (laughs) if there's a god in heaven this guy will have been sober when he did all this (laughs) some men just want to watch the world. Burn. <laughs> of uh, police in Akron. I saw heat too. <laughs> <laughs> police in Akron, Ohio, are desperately searching for a serial. Desperately, desperately, they have nothing else to do. Searching for a serial perpetrator who has been terrorizing residents by pooping on and sometimes even in unsuspecting ve- victims' cars. Uh-huh. Since 2012. This has been going on for three years. Akron police have received at least 19 reports of feces appearing on the hoods and (laughs) handles of residents' cars. (laughs) Lieutenant Rick Edwards told the Huffington Post. Can you imagine? It's just like what you guys did. Somebody to those. Hold on. Unlucky enough to have unlocked their doors. Receive an even worse surprise. <laughs> Do you think that someone listens to our show? <laughs> no, well, this lives in Akron, Ohio. I, I think. Well, it depends on how many incidents Boy. took place after. 20- he doesn't live in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> well, he could have gone there. I don't. I don't think he lives car. anymore. We haven't heard from him. One brave hero. He's has doing the, had enough. He's, he's doing the thing, you know where kids grow up and leave <laughs> with the nest where they eventually become mature yes, and they we do. don't they do one brave hero has had enough he set up a camera to flush out the suspect he messed with the wrong guy the unidentified oh, man told man. cleveland.com he's unidentified <laughs> secret fucking identity man <laughs> okay um since last october his daughter's car has been defecated on <laughs> six times. She wouldn't go to the dance with me. <laughs> Prompt, Fuck her. <laughs> prompting the man to set up a camera that took photos every 12 seconds for two weeks. Finally, around 4 a.m. on Tuesday, the diligent investigator captured a photo of a man with a deer in the headlights look, pants halfway down, <laughs> marking his territory. Edwards said the crime analysts went throughout the department databases to see if others had complained about the pooper, only to find a trove of complaints back dating back at least two years. Records obtained uh, by the Huffington uh, Post detail some of those calls. In May of 2012, an, or an unknown suspect defecated on a passenger side door and quarter panel. The excrement did not cause any damage, but it did cause a big mess. The victim stated the second time uh, this had occurred. uh, This was the second time this had occurred, but she didn't report the first time. In October 2013, the victim said um, the victim said that an unknown suspect put feces onto the hood of her vehicle. This was the third time this has happened. Three, just three months later, reporter states uh, an unknown suspect defecated on her daughter's car. She states that this is the third time this has happened. 
2014, a victim said that an unknown suspect defecated on the hood of his car and then smeared it all over the hood and door handle. This was the sixth time that had happened. Jesus. And the list goes on. on. You can see here they've got a map where they're like <laughs> tracking the fucking his fucking location. <laughs> yep. Um, with the already alarming number of cases, Edwards said there could be even more. There could be even more that never were, went reported. We're saying that there are 19 cases, but even the most recent victim said that this has been done to him seven or eight times. How many other people have fallen victim to this guy and just wash the car and go about their business? And how many of people haven't reported it? Still, officers determined to catch their suspect brown-handed. Uh, <laughs> Edward said that if the public can't and police can't identify the man based on a new photo, the APD is willing to get a DNA sample of the feces to solve this mystery. On their Facebook page, members of the Castle Homes community have rallied to finally put an end to the years of terror. Hello, neighbors. As many of you probably know, we have a serial pooper in the neighborhood Jesus. that defecates on people's cars, children's toys, etc. A post on the page reads, Someone finally got a picture of him in the act. Please let us know if you know who this guy is. Anyone with information is urged to contact the police at 330-996-3580. Together, we can put an end to this madness. But, like, look at this fucking guy. He kind of has that moment of, like, oh, shit. It's over. The dream is over. <laughs> the fucking dream. <laughs> to be fair, that girl is driving a new bug. She's kind of asking for it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> is it bad that, like, when I'm reading that, like, there's that part of me that's like, why the fuck would you do that? But there's that part of me that's like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> why is <laughs> that's Like, <laughs> God, I hope that guy, that dad that's fed up with it, just like decides I gotta fucking stop this guy myself. Of course he does. These community, these community fucking groups aren't gonna do shit about it. Oh, I God. have to be the one. What would his name be? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. The shit stopper. The wiper. The wiper. This toilet paper of justice. Uh, the scrubbing bubbles. <laughs> the bowl. <laughs> Uh, this dude, the shitter, the bidet, the bidet. He yeah. walks around with a, a fucking giant, like, 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 like a flame like a power washer. Like but a yeah, it's washer. a power washer, <laughs> and he's walking around just spraying what the shit off these people's cars. Oh the cereal pooper, the cereal pooper needs to have a, a smear, <laughs> the smear, skid marks, skid row. That'll be his name, skid row. <laughs> I just like the smear, Billy the skid. <laughs> Well done, sir. Oh, my God. Dude, dude, there's so many fucking fascinating, terrifying, and hilarious things in this world. <laughs> Fascinated real, that's, by it. That's true. There really is. I'm truly amazed at the amount of things here in the world that just mystify him. You know, I, I hear the old man talking about Chewy, but I just want, I'm just looking at Ian. I just want him to end the show. I think it's time. We've, we've had enough time on the show here. And I think, you know, <gasps> we've come to the point where I love the show, but if I'm going to listen anymore, it's got to be at the right time to end it. Don't you think? <laughs> My dad thinks it's time to end the show. And for once, I agree with him. So I'm going to go ahead and let Chumley wrap it up here. 
Well, today we talked about a lot of things. We talked about how there's some stuff that's unlucky that can happen, but it's not really unlucky unless you believe in the history. We we talked about how y- there's a badger who's mean and that animals have movies, and we also learned that sometimes people poop on cars, and it's something you can either report to your local sheriff station or get over, or maybe even uh, take care of yourself. It's uh, it's your choice, uh, America. It's your choice. <laughs> My name's Chewy, and, uh, and I'm Ian. And uh, we want to want to remind you to uh, to pray to your good Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and beg Him for forgiveness for your sins, but only if it's at the right price. <laughs> Make sure you keep that face, lest it becomes smeared with. The sweet jams of a blackberry bush. And we'll see you next time on uh, what's the name of the show again? Stuff and Things, fool. This is stuff. This is stuff. This is stuff. This is stuff. And things. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.